Hi, I'm Coach Nikki. The following podcast was recorded live during our Business 101 radio show, which I host every Monday night at 6pm on Logan City's 101 FM. If you're in business, you know that it can be difficult and lonely at times, and that's during a normal year with no pandemic. It's time to get the business tribe together, and we're doing that right here on 101FM. Hi, I'm Coach Nikki. I invite you to join me every Monday night at 6pm for the new Business 101 Hour. It's a place where you can listen in and ask questions, get free information that you can instantly use in your business, and go from survive to thrive quicker. Join Coach Nikki Monday nights at 6 for the new Business 101 Show on Logan City's 101FM. Now streaming via iHeartRadio. You can download the app and listen to us anywhere around the world. Uh, we've got people in Italy listening as we speak, so glad to have them on board. And don't forget, uh, you can contact us here at the show, business at 101fm.org.au. This is a Business 101 uh, brought to you by CoachNicky.com. Coach's Corner. All right, so this week on Coach's Corner, keeping that leadership and teams theme, I bet you've heard this saying from retired Lieutenant General David Lindsay Morrison, who's also AO. The standard you walk past is the standard you accept. How good is that? So as a leader, you set the standard for your team. How many of you actually consider yourself a leader of your business? I didn't always consider myself the leader of my business. I just thought I was the boss. It's a very different mindset. A leader actually goes out, develops relationships and puts time into those relationships, whereas a boss basically just acts like the ATM machine and the dictator. So it's sort of like the boss is from North Korea and the leader is from California. So to be a leader of your team, if you've never had any leadership training or you've not been to many conferences where you've picked up tips, tricks and techniques, it is actually quite simple and you can break down being a leader. Now, my general manager of my business, uh, Flower Hub, my GM Leanne calls our team our work family. Leanne's style of leadership comes from a very relationship-based one, and that is a very good style for her to have. Leading is a privilege and a burden. It's, it's the yin and yang. You can't have one without the other, light and shade. So whilst it's a privilege, it's also a burden. So leaders have to be very clear. They have to set the standard and they have to be very specific and they have to be very clear and have conviction. They have to be very strong in what it is they believe and where they are going. Leaders also provide safety for their tribe their family or their team. So as a leader, they stand up to take on the adversity first for their team. Now, many of you have been forced to lead your teams through the toughest of battles right now. And it makes me think back to the 2011 floods when we got flooded at the Rockley Markets in 2011. And my team ended up in my garage at Eight Mile Plains and we actually uh, ran the business out of my garage. We're an internet business. And I remember looking around one afternoon, everyone sitting out under gazebos, eating some sandwiches that one of the wives had brought in. And the look on everyone's faces was, now what? Now what do we do? Do we have a future? Will we ever get reopened again? We had no building. Our customers weren't trading. We had no income. We had no supply. But at that moment, it dawned on me, hey, I've got to give my team some surety. I've got to give them some assurance that everything's going to be okay. Now, I was dying on the inside because I didn't feel like everything was going to be okay. But it was my job to rise to that occasion and to rally the troops and to say, you know what, guys, we're going to put our best foot forward. We are going to rebuild. We are going to get back. How do we do that? And we actually break that down into a process. Version one is better than version none. Thank you, Mel. Exactly right. So again, we started on that track and about version 110, we ended up in the back of a butcher shop at Arndale Shopping Centre, operating out of a 100 square metre disused butcher because we needed the cold room space and the car parks became our order distribution base. And we had to do it at night, 
because we needed the space to distribute versus the day we flipped our entire operation. The point is, as a leader, even when you have doubt, you can find things to be resolute about and to set the path for your team and then let your team rise and join with you. A crisis is really good for team building and it really shows what sort of leader that you are. I know we're not all born natural leaders. So a lot of people say you've got to fake it till you make it. You heard that one, Mel? Fake it till you make it? I've heard it, yes. Yeah, completely (laughs) wrong, I reckon. The better one JT Fox uses is, and he's the business coach, not the actor, act like you belong. So don't fake it till you make it. Act like you belong. It's a very different mindset because if I'm telling you to go out there and fake it till you make it, Mel, like when you're on stage doing the MCing for that conference in America, all those thousands of people and doing the MC for the first time, if I'd said to you, fake it till you make it, I'm sort of saying to you, you don't really know what you're doing, but just go and act like you do anyway. Yeah. That's rubbish. You're a professional radio guy. MCing, you, you burnt that alive. You, you were awesome. So that is a much better way to frame it, to go just act like you belong. And that is a lot more empowering. So as a leader, people don't have to fake anything. You just got to act like you belong and you assume that role. It makes me think about also leaders are good at listening. Now, the best example I can give you of this is the Toyota company where they realized early on that the best people to give them accurate feedback were the technicians that were actually putting the cars together. So they created a safe space where they got their teams together and they said, there's no stupid ideas, but we're really interested in how can we make this product better? How can we make production quicker? How can we eliminate waste? And that is why they called uh, it the lean method and that was used by Toyota. I believe it was developed by Toyota, but I'm getting fuzzy on, on which way around that was, but Toyota smashed it and that's why Toyota is global worldwide, one of the best-selling car brands in the world because they listened to their team. They made it a safe space for them to give them the feedback. So clear leadership, but they also knew when to listen and when not to dictate to the workers. So that is, that is just awesome. Well, that's how you find out problems. Yeah, it is. Particularly if there's a production line. Yes, it is. Uh, The big bosses aren't there, but those that are actually physically doing the job day in, day out, and sometimes some of the best ideas in business do come from the workers. Exactly right. And if you've got to... Now, here's, here's the secret, though. You've got to like your team and you've got to have put in the work to build a team. And by team, I mean a team that's engaged. It's not just a group of people that show up to work. There is a difference. You have to work on that. Now, what's the fundamental principle to actually building a team? There's two things. The team has to have a clear core purpose that they can rally behind. So like the bricklayer. Yeah. You're not laying bricks. You're creating this beautiful monument, right? And here's the, here's the things that you need to take on board if you want to build a great team. You have to set a core purpose for your business. What is the core purpose of the business? That is a, probably a two-hour exercise to get to the bottom of it. It's something I can do with you on radio in a 10-minute slot. But that's something that can be workshopped. The second part of that is what are the core values? Like what makes Fred Nurk's t- team member, what's their secret source? And then if you break that down, so I know in Flower Hub, we actually spent half a day on this and we distilled it to tr- three things. What are the core values of a Flower Hub team member? The first one is be open and honest. The second one is best effort always. And the third one is always be accountable. They are the three fundamentals. So every time we have... Uh, conflict in our team or if we have wins in our team or if we need to talk about something that doesn't align with those and there's the secret word alignment, we go back to what those values are and that is something that every one of our team in our company in the Flower Hub actually exhibit and live by. So it also what we manage by, it's what we fire by, it's what we hire by. They become central to every business decision we make. 
Just on on you talking about you know the team and things like that. A friend mm. of mine uh, was a gen- new general manager for a meat processing plant. All okay. right, yep. and they have a thousand to fifteen hundred workers. Wow, it's a big team. Yeah, yeah. So not all at once, obviously, but. What he did, he was new to the place, and what he did was every morning before he uh, sat in his office and did anything mm. was he got in early and he walked the plant. Mm-hmm. And he walked right around. Everyone was, good morning, good morning, how are you? And if anything I can help you with. So being new on the block, what he did was he went around and he engaged all his employees. Mm. Smart and, man. And, you, and the thing is, the feedback he got helped him be a better manager, be a better leader. He built the relationship with his workers right down to the front line. Yeah. And again, that it, and he's very smart. That's what Dale Carnegie outlined in How to Win Friends and Influence People. We talked about that last week. If you're the boss and you're new and no one knows you, mm. what better way to mm. meet the people that are actually uh, working for you is to walk around and engage with them? Yeah, the best bosses, uh, when they come into an organisation, they don't come in and start... Uh, slashing or changing. They actually come in and observe and learn, build key relationships, and then they formulate their plan. They then call normally a team meeting and then they show their uh, plan for the future after engagement with the stakeholders and the team. So, yeah, very smart guy, your friend. And again, Dale Carnegie outlined that. If you have not read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, it was published back in 1936, I think it was, by Schuster and Schuster. Get a copy of it. It's the best leadership building team uh, book for leaders. Okay. Yeah. Now it's on top of Simon Sinek's Start With Why. So you got to start with that book and then How to Win Friends and Influence People is definitely the second one you should be reading. So we're going we're gonna to have a book list. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a book list. Exactly right. Um, if you're interested on what the values statement looks like, now again, people learn from pictures, not lists or memos. I've posted it on the socials about what the Flower Hub um, core values looks like. It's a little diagram with three points, but again, you've got to visualize it yep. and show people clearly what those uh, things are and hang them up around the place. This is exactly what happens at our And place. they can adapt that sort of a concept to their own business. Absolutely. Um, I'm toying around with the idea of actually running some workshops towards the end of the year, depending on how the, the COVID thing looks. And that would focus in on doing that uh, core uh, purpose and values because it was an absolute game changer, those things for us. Millie and I actually had the benefit of learning these um, things in America about six or seven years ago. And it was just a fundamental pivot point in our company learning those skills. And that is the biggest thing when people say to me, oh, I've got uh, disharmony in my team or I've, I've always got to cover everybody and not everyone's doing their job properly. Well, then you've, you've really got a people uh, problem and that comes from not having a clear direction, which is purpose and values. What is, what is it you're looking for in a team member? So they can be distilled right back to those two points because once you've got those sussed, that then becomes a management tool for you moving forward. So, so powerful. Okay, we've got about two and a half minutes before we wrap up yeah. uh, show two okay, of <laughs> Business wow. 101. Yeah. Um, anything in particular that you want to touch on or go over back again uh, just to reinforce today's message? Yeah, look, this show is for the business tribe of Logan and Greater Brisbane, of course, we're everywhere we broadcast into. It really is a two-way street. So if there's something that's bugging me when I ask a question, I know we've said a lot already, please email us, business at 101fm.org.au or hit us up on the Facebook group. So it really is... Um, yeah, th- that's the, the best way. Business mm-hmm. at 101fm.org.au. And of course, our Facebook, uh, Logan City 101FM, I- is another option as well. 
that's it. So remember, you can build a great team. It's an honour to be a leader and you can lead your team. You just have to do in the put in the fundamental work of having visions and values and that can be done. It's not impossible. And then you'll actually have much better outcomes for you and your business. Again, any questions, hit me up on email or my socials at coachnicky.com and we'll also have the podcast, the first two shows available this week also. That was another session with Coach Nikki and the Business Bits podcast. In case you were wondering, it's called Business Bits by Coach Nikki because it's business served up in bits. Take away what you want and leave behind the bits you don't. The key is implement what you've learned straight away. If you want more, go to CoachNikki.com. It's also where you can get your limited custom Coach Nikki wristband. So until next time, remember what Nikki always says, version one is better than version none.